Hi guys, my name is Maddie and welcome or welcome back to the Musician Diaries. So moving on to the topic of today's episode, I'm going to be talking about the stress that comes with university auditions and some of my post-secondary plans. So in regards to auditions, personally I'm planning on auditioning for about four or five schools and then between those like four or five schools, whatever, I'm planning on applying to about eight or nine different programs because that way if I don't get in to my first program, I still might be able to get into a second program. So I know in the States, there's like a lot of mandated repertoire for university. We don't really have that here. Like for us, how it works is that sometimes universities will provide a list of suggested repertoire, but that's not even all of them. That might be, I don't know, one out of every five schools might do that. And so other than that, it's typically around like the same guidelines. So typically you need to have two contrasting pieces. So these can be movements from a sonata or concerto or just honestly just two contrasting pieces. So typically one faster, one slower, and typically one Baroque and one classical. But that's just what I've kind of figured out. So then in addition to that, we also need one etude, and this etude has to display our highest degree of technical ability, and I'm literally quoting the websites on this. I've talked about doing a charlier, like I've been in touch with some of the profs, and I was thinking about doing a charlier because, you know, I'm learning one right now, and I'll be able to have it down by March, right? And they actually said, try to avoid doing the charliers because apparently with those they're so much more critical about them than they are of other etudes probably because like there's so much technical stuff involved with them in terms of tonguing and patterns and pitching and everything right so i don't know i still need to find an etude but other than that i should be okay <laughs> And honestly, in terms of auditions, even for me, it kind of feels like make or break because you put so much pressure on it to get into your dream school. And so the last thing you want to do is screw up your audition. And if you screw up, I can only imagine, but it literally feels like the world is crashing in on you because you've worked for this so long and when you finally get the chance it it doesn't go the way you wanted and that is not great at times and can just really mess with you at times so don't put too much pressure on it please <laughs> like obviously it's okay to have some pressure on it because you know it's college university but what you want to do is apply for a lot of places have maybe your top schools, but also apply for schools that are, you know, reasonable. Like I would say me applying for Juilliard isn't probably the most realistic thing and for me to expect to get in is kind of like shooting for the stars. So I'm applying for a couple more Canadian Ivies. So the equivalent of like the Ivy universities in the US, but here in Canada. So yeah, I'm not applying for Juilliard, but if I was, realistically, I'd be lucky to get into one of the Canadian Ivies. And also, there's so much pressure to get into top schools, otherwise you're not good enough or you're not that good. But honestly, at the end of the day, you shouldn't be focusing on going to a number one school like Juilliard or... <laughs> I keep referencing Juilliard, but you shouldn't be focused on going to a top school. What your goal should be is just to find a school that you honestly really like. 
Like for example, I'm in grade 12 now and I've been visiting universities and you know trying to figure everything out since like grade 10 and this one school, I'm not gonna say which school it was, but this one school I came home literally crying because I loved it there so much. And so, yes, it isn't what one might consider, you know, at the Juilliard level, but their performance and education program is literally amazing. And just the environment there, like when I was in grade 10, I already knew, like, this is where I wanted to go. It didn't matter that it wasn't the number one school. It was where I felt at home. And so honestly, what you want to do is just find a school where you literally feel at home. Because as I said, it doesn't matter if it's the top school. If you go to a school where you feel at home, you're going to grow so much more because you just have that supportive environment that you don't get at other schools. But in regards to actual auditions, there's so much like uncertainty about whether auditions are going to be in person or whether they're going to be online and whether they're going to be like live auditions online, like over Zoom or Skype or something, or they'll be recorded. And like, it might be a mix of both. And I find, at least for me, when I'm pre-recording auditions, but I get so paranoid about every little mistake. And, and if that one little mistake will literally cost me my education. So personally, I'd rather it just be live because if you screw up, that's it. You screwed up, you keep going, right? Because at the end of the day, if your top school doesn't accept you, I'm sorry, but they're missing out. Because <laughs> I'm guessing you've probably worked so hard on this and they only see what happens at the audition. They don't see the prep that goes into it. So, I mean, it's their loss. <laughs> so, moving to the second part of this episode, I'm going to be discussing some of my post-secondary plans and goals. So ideally, I'd either want to do my bachelor's or my undergrad in music ed or performance, and then whichever I did for my undergrad, I would do the opposite for my master's. So like I would do my undergrad in performance and master's in education or vice versa. But honestly, I love teaching. Little backstory on that really quickly in terms of why music education. Since about like grade four, I've known I've wanted to do something in terms of teaching, whether it be, you know, running my own school, being a principal or whatever, or even just being a teacher at like the high school level. I have always known I wanted to do something in teaching. And so this year I was actually fortunate enough to be placed in the strings class at my school. And because I only started like last year, I'm still technically a beginner. But because it is like a merged class, so we have advanced players and beginners, the advanced players will go in one room, the beginners in another, and our teacher for this class will alternate between the two rooms. But whenever he would go with the advanced players, he would let me conduct the beginners and like run sectionals for some of the pieces we were working on. And honestly, even in those like 15 minutes or whatever when he was out of the room and I was in charge, Oh my gosh, like the amount of growth you could see, even if it's just like two bars in terms of bowing or phrasing or anything, like it was just insane. But just seeing that progress literally makes me whole. And honestly, I don't know what I would do 
and so yeah, needless to say, I love teaching. But also, at the same time, as much as I love teaching, I also love performance, and this is the huge debate between a lot of people as to whether to go into education or performance. But so I love the idea of traveling and performing. For example, I think I was in grade 9, my school music department went on a trip to Banff, and we were actually lucky enough to be able to perform in one of the music centers there. I don't remember what it's called off of the top of my head, but the acoustics were literally amazing and you could literally see the mountains and just having an audience there is so exhilarating, right? So I don't want to miss out on that either. So ideally what I'd want to do is probably teach music at like the high school or university level and then also be in the pit orchestra for, you know, wherever the closest entertainment district is. So. You know, if I'm living in New York, maybe Broadway, off-Broadway, or if I end up living in Toronto, maybe Mervish or Stratford, which is an hour or so away. But either way, like, just having that combination of both is literally my goal. Like, I just love both so much, and I really have no idea what I would do if I couldn't do at least one of them. So as I'm recording this, like before editing, I'm about 18 minutes in right now. So I mean, just not to bore you guys to sleep, I might as well just wrap it up and end it here. So I guess that's it for this episode. If you got to the end of this, thank you so 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 much. You're amazing. And if any of you want to follow me on other social media platforms, my Instagram and my YouTube channel are both at Madeline Grace Music. And so I guess that's it and I'll see you guys next week.